Hello and welcome to the Fanatics Pod episode eight. Uh, eight, yeah, I want to say. Yes, uh, I'm looking at the URL of our of our recording session. Oh, uh, yes, go. episode eight. Aya, how are you doing? I'm sleepy. I'm gay, and what? I am about to stare at Halle Berry for an hour and forty minutes. So both of those things are going to stay very much the same. Uh, how <laughs> about you, Tim? Uh, yeah, fine. Uh, work was hard. Uh, I'm and now I've got to watch Halle Berry for an hour and 40 minutes or so. <laughs> yeah, it's weird how, like, Tim, why do we both have to watch Halle Berry for an hour and 40 minutes? That's kind of, like, coincidental that we're both having to watch it. Why is that? Can we do this, like, a babysitting thing where, like, we do it in shift? <laughs> yeah, one of us watches it one week, the other watches it the other week. Yeah, and we have to report our findings. But then the audience won't have the amazing banter of our wonderful back and forth, such as, you're like Slack, you're kind of there, but nobody wants you to be. <laughs> you're, you're like Microsoft Teams. Nobody, nobody wants to use you, but somehow we have to keep using you anyway. Somehow we're stuck using you. <laughs> oh god, that was a fun week, and yeah. now we're about to watch the movie again. Yeah. Yes. All right. Oh, yeah. Is there anything that you're on the lookout for this week? Uh, I'm on the lookout for. <laughs> you know what? At no point have you said, "Hey, Aya, shining light." And have I said, yes, I actually have a shining light this week. I've always had to, like, bullshit something on the spot. Sure. So this week, I'm going to try to actually find a shining light, Tim. Wow. I'm going to I'm gonna try and find something about this movie I can actually, like, unironically like, aside from, you know, my over-horniness for Halle Berry, which sure. is a given. Like, something that is new to me, but I genuinely enjoy about this movie and would be willing to, like, happy to see it most weeks. All right. What about you? I want to find something niche. And I know that sounds really, really generic, but I was thinking about this on the walk home the other day. Okay. With the fanatic, when we were doing that, mm-hmm. there is a very good chance that we're the, that we are the leading authority on that movie. Oh, absolutely! Like, I, I mean, nowadays I'm not so sure. I think I've just like got rid of most of it from my brain. <laughs> but at that point, yes, absolutely. I don't think at any point throughout this movie we're going to be a leading authority. Uh, you know, I. I, I I think I'm with you on that. I mean, there there certainly aren't people out there who have seen it 52 times in as many weeks, and probably not even 52 times. But it has a cult following and a very large fan base somehow. I think that there are going to be people out there who have seen this 52 times or more. Really? Uh, to be fair, actually, Jack Bailey between a better Smith probably has. Yeah. <laughs> um... But yes, that's 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 kind of where I'm at right now in, in so this movie. You want to find some like niche knowledge that you can drop on people, even who maybe have seen the movie more than this, and they'll be like, "Oh shit!" Yeah, exactly. Yeah, okay, okay. I I respect that. I really do. Cool. Right. Shall we crack on with the movie? <sighs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Cool. Good. All right. Well, we'll see everyone in an hour and forty minutes. Let's, let's let's do it. Wow, let's go. Bye. Welcome back to The Fanatics, where we just got done with watch number eight of Catwoman. Aya, thoughts, vibes, how you feeling, what you doing? Uh, yeah, not bad, not bad at all. Uh, had a pretty good time this watch, I guess. I did do my objectives, so that's kind of a, a nice positive. And yeah, good good vibes, good vibes. How about you, Timothy? 
I actually learned something about this movie. Okay. This is... Uh, I said to you, oh, no way, towards mm-hmm. the end of the movie, right? Yep. So I'm going to reveal what my fun fact is, because this is my objective to find something niche about the movie. Mm-hmm. Did you know... You know the you know the scene that we call the ragdoll scene, where Sharon yeah. Stone falls out a window uh, yeah. and then falls through a glass ceiling. Kind and of she just like onto... splats on like a Hedabe pad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's not a ragdoll. Oh, is it a stunt double? It is a stunt double called Zoe Bell, who won an award for that stunt because it was a two hundred and twenty foot drop. And uh, and what did she land on? Well, I'm assuming. Uh, obviously, I, I'm I'm not privy to the. The actual filming of the thing, but I'm assuming that everything up to where you see her fall through the glass floor is mm-hmm. uh, is Zoe Bell, okay. and that's either going to be either a wire setup or some sort of crash mat or something. Like a net, I yeah, guess, maybe. Yeah. But at the time, that was an award-winning fall. I mean, it probably still would be today, right? Because that's that's a huge fall, my dude. Like stunt fall. I'm looking it up now. Stunt falls. It looks like it's one of the biggest. I mean, I don't think we would count skydiving as stunt falls because, like, I think you get to a certain height for a stunt fall and it gets safer the higher you go because there's more time to, like, prep a landing or you get a parachute going or something. The the height at which she drops is from the top of a skyscraper, which doesn't leave a lot of room for one like getting a good shot on a long fall and then two setting up a safe landing you know what i mean yeah so i'm looking at this here um apparently the highest recorded stunt fall is actually a tie with this really so it's a 220 foot drop again but this one is from at the atlanta hyatt regency hotel doubling as the Westin peachtree plaza in burt reynolds film uh sharky's machine uh oh. that's currently the the record for the highest free fall stunt ever performed and if what I've read about Zoe Bell is correct. That's a tie. Oh my god, that's insane. That's like... <laughs> really impressive. What the fuck? And these are both like relatively unknown movies. <laughs> well, no, this one's not unknown, it's just bad, but I've never heard of the other movie. Yeah, yeah, me either. Me either. Uh, but that was my niche thing, uh, is that this film possibly holds a world record for the biggest free-fall stunt. That's, that's actually insane. Yeah, yeah. Props um, to Zoe. Oh yeah, how did you get on with your objective? Yeah, so I found a few things about the movie that I kind of enjoyed this week, uh, which is kind of cool. Uh, the big shining light that I'm going to take away from this this week is something that I said to you towards the start of the watch and something that I admittedly stand by. And for all the shit we give this movie, for how bad it is on like, an objective level, a lot of the acting is actually pretty solid delivery. I mean, you know, you've got names like Halle Berry and Sharon Stone in here, right, who are objectively incredible actors. So it's no surprise that there's going to be some great delivery in here. But I'm mm. I'm very fond of a lot of the acting. I'm not going to lie. Um, you know, George is great. Sally is great. I think a lot of the acting is actually pretty solid. It's just it suffers from bad writing. Yes, absolutely. Uh, I mean, there's there's some characters I think are definitely a lot more hammy than others. I mean, Sally is incredibly hammy, but I think that comes down again to writing. You can only, you can only do what you you can only work with what you've got, can't you? Really? Well, a lot of the time it's bad direction, and yeah. I don't think Petoff's a particularly great director. No, nope. um, there's a reason that Halle Berry wants to be the director if ever if ever there's a sequel. Yes. Um, sorry, one moment. I am just also typing up my letterbox review. So I noticed a couple of other things while you're doing that. Um, first of all, there's a scene, uh, I think it was our scene tweet for two weeks ago, and it's the scene where, uh, 
George and Lowell are talking in like the lobby and she's like, lol, you like babies. <laughs> what a summary. <laughs> that scene that scene ends in a very funny and dramatic way that I just ne- I've never spotted before. In that she is stood in the middle of the lobby and like there's, there's a camera panning around her, and two people walk past her carrying a big picture of her face that they're disposing of, and they walk past her. They obscure her from view, and when they finish walking past her, and you would in, you would now see her, she's gone. She disappears. <laughs> it's just like it's a really interesting way to end that scene. I don't know. I thought it was kind of cool. So something I, I did also read something else about that. Okay, that model actress, the one who's on the poster. Yeah, this film and that poster are her acting debut. Oh, is is that the well the one on the poster is Sharon Stone. No, sorry, Miss Miss Nemsy or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah, the new the, model. The, the new model. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the one in like that picture they carry past her is Sharon Stone because they're like yeah. disposing of her, I guess. But yeah, I didn't know that was her debut. I mean, she has what a couple pictures and then the one scene in the ballet, and then I think that's all you really see of that's her. That's about it. Oh, there's also the, there's also the scene where she watches him out the window when they're getting out of a car, I guess, or getting into a car. But she has like one line, which is like, I think this is a waste of time. <laughs> like, yes, uh, that's in the that's in the swinging ballet scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, cool, great. Let's go ahead and grab. Uh, so I've got my uh, Cat in the Muse, or the Power Meower. I forget what I'm calling it, so it's getting a new name every week. <laughs> Let's have a look here. So uh, either that or I can do What's Taller. Which would you prefer? Go for Power Meower. Power Meower? Okay, so I've kept this article a secret from Aya, as always. Uh, Alex, play the, play the jingle. Welcome to the Power Meower, your cat news at nine. It's 9.03 right now. We're a few minutes late. Sorry, I had to do my maker. That was... We are here with another article. Of what just am the I doing? A-team. <laughs> yeah, what it literally was. <laughs> All right, good. Uh, so, article. World's worst cat up for adoption in North Carolina shelter. Quote, she's just a jerk. <laughs> I want to adopt her! Well, I thought you might say that, so I've gone ahead and condensed the article. Um, Many cats are a little nuts, but a shelter in North Carolina says this is the world's worst cat and is waiving its adoption fees in hopes that someone will take Satan's evil spawn off its hands. We thought Perdita was sick. Turns out she's just turns out she's just a jerk. Posted the Mitchell County Animal Rescue um, Inc. Incubated, incorporated, incorporated on uh, on Facebook. Incubated, incubated. Don't know why I went there. Monsters incubated. <laughs> <laughs> um, she's single and ready to be socially awkward with a socially awkward human who understands her personal space. The post says, likes staring into your soul until uh, until you feel as though you may never be, be cheerful again. I need this cat in my life. Holy shit. Jump scares, brackets her speciality, and <laughs> lurking in dark corners. Dislikes kittens, dogs, children, the Dixie Chicks, Disney movies, Christmas, and last but not least, hugs. Are you actually just describing me at this point? <laughs> You're the world's worst cat. Um, I feel like I'd be best friends with this cat, unironically. I'm looking at her right now, and she's rolling around in her little bed looking all sweet and cute, but the moment you try and rub her, she slaps you. You <laughs> thought she was in pain and took her to the vet, but he said, no, this cat is just a jerk. <laughs> Diagnosed with being a jerk. 
Some claim that Perdita is their spirit animal and soulmate. Others jokingly wrote that someone in their life who deserves such a cat, uh, whether they wanted it or not. She might be the only cat my dogs would allow out of pure fear, St- uh, <laughs> Stephanie Wilson wrote on Facebook. I hope Perdita finds the goth home of her dreams, Sarah Seymour said. Us too, like real soon, the shelter responded. <laughs> I genuinely want this cat in my life. Like, it's, it's a, I've seen the picture. It's a very grumpy cat. I, I, I think I would get along great with this cat. We have, we're just the same person. There you go. Well, that, that's, uh, that's the muse. The muse. Well, the muse. thank you, Tim. The muse at um, nine. Before we go into anything else, I want to talk about um, a couple of other things that spied in the, in the watch this week. Sure, yeah. Um, there was a line that none of us had really caught onto before, which I thought was fucking funny. It's after the scene where Sally does like Malone. That's a good yes. name, uh, and she like she like it rhymes with like phone, the trombone, bone. I don't I can't, I can't remember what she says, but she's like you know she she rhymes Malone with a bunch of stuff, and then she's like I'll just be over here in my cubicle alone and it's like the joke there is that also rhymes with malone and that's like, actually a pretty good line yeah like it's actually a funny joke that like i haven't caught until this watch yeah shall we do who's taller yeah go for it all right cool alex play the jingle for who's taller ba, 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 ba. i'm watching the 18 <laughs> this week i, I haven't All right, this th- this week's theme is Disney characters. <laughs> of course. Right. Uh, we... uh, the, the cat would be unhappy about that. <laughs> of course. We are starting off with Aladdin. Oh, uh, Aladdin is taller than Halle Berry? Yes, five foot seven. Next one. Oh, I'm going to say there are two ties in this one. Oh, cool. Great. Wonderful. Thanks, Tim. No problem. We have Mulan. Tie. No, five foot two. Okay. Uh, we have Merida. Who the fuck is Merida? From Brave. What the fuck is Brave? The the Scottish one where it's like, if you had the chance to change your fate, would you? Oh, is that the one where like e- like every Scottish person is pissed off at her existence, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I'm going to say Ty. That is a Ty. She's five yeah. foot four. We have Olaf from Frozen. Shorter. Nope, that's a Ty. <laughs> oh, fuck me. <laughs> and we have Pocahontas. Pocahontas is taller. Yes, but by how much? Uh, seven feet six inches. No. Uh, no. Pocahontas is five foot eight. Okay. I... I was looking at Disney Heights and someone had worked out that if Olaf was five foot four, that would make Elsa somewhere in the region of eleven foot four. Yeah, which is which is why Olaf is not five foot four. According to according to the diagrams, no, no. Listen, li- listen. Olaf is like three feet, and I don't care what the diagram or anything says. <laughs> <laughs> Olaf is shorter than Halle Berry. Now, according to this, he's five foot four, and Elsa no, 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 is no, no, like no, no, a no. she giant. Tim, Tim, Tim. Okay, if you're listening to this podcast. I'm going to put a fucking question on the Spotify thing. Hey, Spotify has questions where you can answer questions about, like, a podcast you're listening to. And I'm going to put a question on this episode. Uh-huh. Is Olaf shorter than Halle Berry? And Halle Berry is five foot four. And everyone's going to say yes, Tim. Because guess what? Olaf is not five foot four. I cannot wait for that 80-20 split to be like, no, she's shorter. <laughs> no. Olaf is shorter than Halle Berry. It's a tie according to the diagram. <laughs> no, Sorry, it's no the, t- the diagram's the wrong. Sorry, I don't know. For fuck's the sake, there's another thing I spotted in this watch. Yeah. 
That was that was who's taller, by the way. There's nothing I spotted in this watch this week, Tim. Yeah, I'm awfully laughing now. Um, uh, there's there's the um, the letter that uh, Tom is reading at the end that um, patients wrote to him. Sure. And, and one of the lines one of the lines in this letter is sometimes I'm good and mm, I'm very good. Okay, right. Something bothers me about that. Can you guess what it is? Is it the mm? Yeah, do you know exactly what it is? No. How the fuck does she convey that in a letter? She just writes the letter M M M M M. Mmm, I'm very good. Mm. Mm, Although she I'm could ve- just be eating some like delicious tuna. But like again, how does she convey that in a letter? Also, why the fuck does Tom not just like at the end he's just like, oh and she's like, oh wow, I've I've gotta go, you're not welcome in the world or whatever. Tom could just be like, Alright, well I'm arresting you then. <laughs> I know where you live. <laughs> well, but she didn't do anything. Well, okay, she didn't actually do anything illegal. But like, he has all the evidence. <laughs> she did do something illegal in that she robbed a jewelry place, but she returned it all. But like, in terms of the things that she was actually going to get arrested for, which was murder and shit, she's innocent of all of that. And she yeah, she didn't. She didn't murder anyone. No, so she could be she... charged with manslaughter for Sharon Stone, but that's about it. Well, no, because Sharon Stone killed herself. But like, as far as the audience can, what well, the audience, the police can see, broken window, Catwoman, big Tom, pipe. Tom watched it happen. Tom right. knows that she didn't do it. So why would he? Tom also knows that Halle Berry is also Catwoman. <laughs> yes, but Catwoman did nothing wrong. I think Catwoman may have done a lot of things wrong. <laughs> For fuck's sake, <laughs> Catwoman killed nobody. No, and Tom, she, uh, and Tom knows that. Uh, right, okay. One episode, we're going to go into the dichotomy of Catwoman. <laughs> okay, but uh, bring back to my original point, where she's like, ooh, I'm very good. How the fuck did she convey that in a letter? That bugs me so much. <laughs> Can you make that noise again, please? <laughs> fuck you, Tim. Alex, sample the noise. <laughs> <laughs> no. Anyway, uh, there's a scene in this movie, Tim. Is there? Where Halle Berry goes to drop off the artwork she's made at like past 11 o'clock, and the courier can't do it anymore, so she goes herself. While there, she spots um, some scientists having a meeting talking about how Biolene is really bad for you and addictive and has bad long term effects. And she gets spotted, and they send two secret agents. One is called Lazinski, and she sends them after him, and they have guns, and they can't shoot her. And her shadow is projected wrong. And then she gets flushed into a sewer and dies. Tim, you have one tweet to describe this scene. How do you do it? Uh, I mean, I, I, wanna, I don't want to bring up It's Always Sunny again. Go on. But I'm immediately thinking, take your clothes off and hold them over your head when, <laughs> when a sewer wave comes in. <laughs> oh, God. Is that what you're going to go for? Take yeah, your clothes off I and mean, hold them over your head? Yeah, take your clothes off and hold them over your head. Okay, well, that's the uh, that's the scene for this week. Yes. Okay. Good. Right, should we get to our five-star letterbox reviews and then plugs and get out of here? Uh, yeah, let's do it, Tim. Cool. By the way, I did have someone uh, suggest to me um, that we should bring back Trap Door, but instead of it being a trap door, we call it Cat Flap. Okay. What do you think? Uh, well, I, I mean, sure, Trapdoor was your thing, and you're the one who wanted to leave it behind. So... I did, but cat flap is a very cat flap is very fitting. Yeah. Yeah. Or look who the cat oh, look who the cat dragged in. Yeah, we could we could like place a new actor in the movie or something. Oh, that'd be so perfect. All right, perfect. That's fine. Cool. For my five star letterbox review, I've written 
Week 8 of 52, it's not a ragdoll. Zoe Bell holds the record for the highest freefall stunt at 220 feet. Star change from 1.5 to 3, based on this fact alone. <laughs> Listen to the Fnatic pod. Nice. My review is this week is going to say... Mm-hmm. How are you typing that? I'm very you good. That <laughs> <laughs> well, you'll see when you get there. And I'm going to bring it down half a star because that bothers me. Wow, okay. I am going to look at this now and I want to convey this to the audience. M H H H H M M H H M M H H. I'm very good. Very is in asterisks. Yes, and bolt and capitals rather. Yeah. Good. All right. Have you got a five star letterbox review? Let me just get one. I will quickly do a plug. You can find me on Wembembo at everything and also on my other podcast, Video Game Club where we uh, review video games once every two weeks, not too dissimilar from a book club. At the moment, we're in the middle of Podmas, where we are... uh, Actually, no, Podmas should be about wrapping up by the time this comes out, where we've released an episode every two days. Uh, It's been a lot to do. Okay, I, I got. Uh, well, I'm I am at uh, Tech Wifey pretty much everywhere: Twitter, Instagram, Hive. Um, you can also find me in Old School Runescape as Tech Waifu. You can go to my GitHub IRPK um, if you want to see my code, and you can go to my Twitch team IRPK. Um, I'm going to leave you on this five star letterbox review. This five star letterbox review comes from Fishy Big Boy Eighteen. Thank you so much, Fishy Big Boy Eighteen, and it says, "Meow." Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of The <laughs> Fanatics. We will see you all next week when we watch another episode of Catwoman. What are we doing in the meantime between episodes? We're going to find a rainbow and then we're going to make it get buff as fuck in order to take out uh, its fairy nemesis. Did you? Oh, okay. I thought you meant take out as in food. No, no, no. To kill. It's very nemesis. Right, okay. It's an assassin scenario. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The rainbow is a buff assassin. All right. Don't forget to answer the question on Spotify, everyone. Goodbye. <laughs> Bye, friends.